Welcome to our new program, Impact Today. My name is Mark Bowling. This is my wife, Victoria. This June, we actually celebrate 26 years of marriage. We are both uh, evangelists and Bible teachers and been doing this for a long time. And the Lord has changed our lives by the power of His Word and the presence of the Holy Spirit. We want to invite you to watch Impact Today every week. Maybe you can get yourself a Bible and a notepad, take some notes, look up the scriptures that we talk about, and really learn to let the Word of God and the presence of the Holy Spirit impact your life. Also, as you begin to see God working in your life, or you just want to reach out to us, please visit our website. It's impacttoday.tv. You can go on there and you can send us an email. Yes, our lives have been changed by the power of God's Word, especially in the area of divine healing and faith. And so a lot of the times we minister, we're going to be talking about the subject of healing and faith, the power of Bible faith and God's Word. All things are possible to him who believes. And so we're very excited about this program. And as you tune in every week, your mind is going to be renewed and you're going to see transformation in your life. We're very excited about this. So today we just want to introduce the subject of divine healing. You know, there's natural healing and there's divine healing. Natural healing alone proves that, you know, God wants us well. He built a certain amount of healing into our bodies. You know, if you were to, if your child's running down the street and They trip and fall and they scrape their knee without doing anything. I mean, you should wash it, but other than that, the the knee's just going to heal. It's just going to heal over because God has put natural healing uh, into our, our bodies. But because we live in a fallen world, uh, where because of sin, and uh, there's a lot of times we need intervention from God. And so divine healing is when the power of God intervenes to heal our bodies. Uh, But in order for you to receive healing from God, it's going to require faith. And uh, there's a, a, a principle that's just very true, and you should know this, that faith begins where the will of God is known. Now, what is faith? A lot of people don't know what faith is. Uh, Faith is not magic. Faith is not getting all nervous and intense and gritting your teeth and clenching your fists and saying, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, or Lord, do it now, do it now, do it now. You know, no. Faith is simply expecting God to do what you know He said He would do in His Word. Faith can be exercised When all the questions of our mind have been answered, all the lingering doubts are gone because we have heard what God has promised. What will God do for you? See, you only know what God will do for you when you know what He has said in His Word. And so the Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, many Christians, they, they try to fast and pray for faith. They think, if I just pray a little bit more, I'll get great faith. If I, I fast more, I'll have great faith. Prayer and fasting is very, very important. And actually, it can build you up upon your faith. 
But faith is simply based on knowledge. You only know what God will do for you when you know what he has said. And thus it's very important that we feed on God's word. I think a lot of times people get so worked up about, do I have enough faith? Do I have enough faith? I need more faith to be healed. But I think what I hear you saying is, if you just get more of the knowledge of God's word, faith will automatically rise. That's right. You know, instead of just, uh, you know, focusing on how much faith do I have? How much faith? Do I have enough faith? It's better to ask this question, is God honest? Mm, That's good. Will God keep his word? Because faith is taking God at his word and acting upon it. When we believe his promise and act upon it, miracles happen. Because he, according to Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 12, watches over his word to perform it. It's awesome. Now, I'd like to kind of begin this with giving my personal testimony Um, how I came to know about divine healing. Uh, I received Christ when I was seven years old. Uh, Didn't really grow spiritually much because I was, you know, your typical kid just wanting to play, play games, play sports, run around, watch TV, do this, do that. It wasn't until I opened up my Bible and started spending time with God and fully committed my life to Christ that I began to grow spiritually. Uh, But even in that beginning process, I still did not know that it was God's will for me to be healed. And therefore, you know, when I was faced with the situation, um, I was in Mexico. My youth group, uh, our church had, you know, a bunch of teenagers who went down to Mexico on a missionary journey. Actually, it was our third time there, uh, my third time there. And on this particular trip, because we loved it so much, we, we uh, were planning to go for six weeks to, to build houses for those who had lost a home in a, a natural disaster. And we, yeah, it was going to be an awesome trip. The only problem was after a few days of being there, we got very, very sick. And for the next week and a half to two weeks, I was lying on my back in a helpless situation, fever, severe pain all over my body, losing fluids, vomiting, diarrhea. It was just awful. And the whole team was like this. And uh, now, my point is this. During that time, I loved Jesus with all my heart. I wasn't living in sin. I, I was there endeavoring to serve the Lord on, on the mission field. But I could not receive healing because I had zero faith to receive healing. I knew God could heal, but I did not know that it was his perfect will for me to be healed or that he had paid the ultimate price so I could be healed. And so after we, we cut the trip short. We, we ended up coming home after three, three weeks instead of being there for six weeks. We weren't a blessing to the people. We were a liability. So we come home, and after some time, I'm with a family talking to them about healing. And I said this. I said, you know what? I I, I know God can heal, but I just don't know if it's his will for all to be healed. And they 
were shocked to hear that from me. They just assumed that I would believe that. And they're like, what? What are you talking about? I said, well, look, look around. If it's God's will for all to be healed, why are there so many sick people? Then they countered with this question, if it's God's will for all to be saved, but not everyone's being saved, so why, why that? And although I didn't admit, you know, like they were right, I was wrong in that moment, I was a argumentative kid, you know, uh, I'm still growing spiritually. I, uh, even though I didn't say anything, in my spirit, something was like, yeah, that's right, that's right. And they, they stopped reasoning with me, and they said, I tell you what, go home and read this book, and this is a copy of that same book, it's not, this isn't the exact uh, book that I read, but it's a copy of it, it's called Christ the Healer, by F.F. Bosworth. So I took this book home and I began to read it. That evening, I read chapter one. And I'm telling you, after reading chapter one, I was fully convinced that it was God's will for me to be healed, for all to be healed. And uh, I was so excited. I called them up on the phone. I said, I just read chapter one and you're right, I'm wrong. It is God's will for all to be healed. And they said, well, please don't stop reading just with chapter one. Read the whole book. I said, oh, I'll read it. And the more I read, the more real it came to me. And actually, God put in that moment as a teenager, God put desires in me to communicate the truth of divine healing to as many people as possible. And uh, this, this TV show is a fulfillment of that. Desire. We want to see as many people know about the subject of healing because God doesn't want you to be sick. He wants you to be well. Amen. I'm going to share a story with you from the Bible, the Word of God. It's a story of a sick man who came to Jesus and Jesus healed him. You can find this story in three different places in the Bible. It's in Matthew 8. Mark 1 and Luke chapter 5. But I'm going to read out of Mark chapter 1, beginning in verse 39. Jesus went into all of Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and driving out demons. Then a man with leprosy came to him, on his knees begged him, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Moved with compassion, Jesus reached out his hand and touched him. I am willing, he told him, be made clean. Immediately the leprosy left him, and he was made clean. I want you to notice something. Well, first of all, in one account of this story, the Bible says that the man was full of leprosy. So he didn't have, I mean, I don't know whether you have a little leprosy or a lot of leprosy, it's bad. It's a dire situation. But the Bible specifically says his body was full of leprosy. He had no chance. He had no hope. The Bible says he came to Jesus, and notice how he came, on his knees. On your knees is a position of humility. It's a position of worship. He came to Jesus recognizing who he was. So he had some faith in his heart. He begged him, Jesus, if you're willing, you can make me clean. So he had a question. It was like he was saying, I know you can heal me, Jesus. I know you have the power to heal me, Jesus, but will you 
heal me, Jesus. It reminds me of when we lived in Mexico, uh, this one church we ministered at all the time. The people would <laughs> shout out, I poder, I poder, there is power, there is power. And I would always think, yes, there is power, but you have to believe. It's not just that Jesus has the power to do it. Do you believe he will do it, right? So he had a question, and really this leper could not receive his healing until that question was answered. So he says that to Jesus, and what does Jesus say? The Bible says he was moved with compassion, he reached out and touched him, and this is what he said, I am willing. I love one translation that says, of course I will. Like, are you kidding me? That's why I'm here. Of course I will. As soon as he said that, the man's question was answered. And in that moment, he was able to receive the healing that was being offered to him. Amen. I am willing, he told him, be made clean immediately. Immediately the leprosy left him and he was made clean. Praise God. Glory to God. Amen. Life changes once you transition from knowing God can heal you to knowing that he desires to heal you. It's his desire. It's his will. Listen to these passages of scripture. Exodus 15 verse 26 says, I am the Lord who heals you. Exodus 23, 25 and 26 says, I will take sickness away from the middle of you or from the midst of you. I will fulfill the number of your days. So not only does God want you to be well and whole, he wants you to live the full length of your life. He doesn't want your life to be cut off short. That's right. In Psalm 103, verse 2 and 3, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. There are benefits that come with being in a covenant with God. Just like if you were to go get a job and your job came with benefits, you would expect, because you have that job, for those benefits to be happening in your, in your life. Well, the same way, when you walk in covenant with Almighty God, it comes with benefits. And this scripture lists two of these benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities and who heals all your diseases. Yes. So healing is a benefit of the covenant. Amen. And all means all. Mm-hmm. If you can trust God for him to forgive all of your sins, then you can at the same time trust him to heal all your diseases. James chapter 4 verse 14 and 15 says this. He asks this question. Is anyone among you sick? Anyone. Well, that would include you. Mm-hmm. Then it goes on to say, the prayer of faith will save the sick. Praise God. The prayer of faith will save the sick. Now, all of these scriptures, Exodus 15, I am the Lord who heals you. Exodus 23, I will take sickness away from the midst of you. Psalm 103, the Lord heals all your diseases. James 5, the Lord The prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. All of these, for today, I just want you to see, they communicate this truth. If you are sick, God desires you to be healed. He wants you well. 
Victoria, why don't you give your testimony about that time when you had a a long time ago, when I was about 28 years old, I began to have a lot of pain in all of the joints in my body. I mean, my fingers, my wrists, my elbows, every single joint, from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. And it just got worse and worse and worse till I really, I had a hard time even tying my kids' shoes. Um, I had three little kids at the time that I was trying to care for, and I was in so much pain. Um, now, I, I know some of these, I had known some of these healing scriptures, but one that I focused in on during that time was Isaiah chapter 53. I'm going to read that to you, Isaiah 53 and verse 3. This is talking about Jesus. This is the prophet Isaiah speaking about Jesus. He was despised and rejected by men a man suffering who knew what sickness was. He was like someone people turned away from. He was despised and we did not value him. Listen to this part. Yet he himself bore our sickness. That means he took it on himself. When did he do that? On the cross. Mm. On the cross, he bore our sickness and he carried our pain. You know, that really jumped out at me. If Jesus carried my pain, I thought then I don't have to carry this pain. If Jesus bore arthritis, then I need not carry it because he did it for me. But we in turn regarded him stricken, struck down by God and afflicted, but he was pierced because of our rebellion. He was crushed because of our iniquities. The punishment for our peace was on him. Jesus took the punishment for our peace. That word peace is a huge word, and it includes healing and wholeness and health. So I meditated on this daily, in the morning, at noon, in the evening. I meditated on it and just kept releasing my thanks to the Lord for what he had provided for me on the cross. And it was a little bit of time, but the pain got less and less and less until one day I realized it's completely gone. From time to time, like on a rainy, cloudy day, I'll get this tiny little pain in my pinky. And it kind of takes me back to that time so many years ago. And I just say, oh, no, you don't, devil. I'm redeemed. Jesus paid the price for this, and it leaves. Mm -hmm. Amen. Oh, that's the power of God's word. He is good. Now, on the cross, he bore our sins and sicknesses and diseases. Right there, she was talking about uh, the, the sicknesses that he bore so that we could be healed. But I also want you to know, friend, that on the cross, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, took our place and he bore our sins. He took our shame, our guilt, and he was judged. God, on our behalf, God Almighty, placed our sins on him, our guilt on him, and, and, and judged him so that we could be free. It's called the divine exchange. Jesus became sin with our sinfulness so that we could have his righteousness. He became sick with our sickness so that we could have his health and healing. He was cursed so we could be blessed. He did that for you and I. Uh, He died on the cross, was buried, and then he rose again victorious without it. All in our place. 
Uh, actually, as we record this, it's, uh, it's, it, we're approaching Easter. And it's a good time to reflect. And what astonishes me is that to this day right now, ever since Jesus chose to leave his throne of glory and become a man to become our sacrifice, he's never lost that flesh. He rose again victorious as our substitute, but he will forever be a man now. And on the, on the throne at the right hand of God the Father, there sits a man representing the human race, ready to save us when we call on his name. He still has the holes in his hands, still has the holes in his feet from when they nailed him to the cross, still has the, the hole from the spear thrust into his side when the soldier pierced him and all the blood came out. I even wonder if his back is still scarred from the, the whipping, from the, the scourging that he received by the Romans. Those scars forever remind us, they will be there for all eternity that Jesus Christ loves us, mm. that it is the price he paid for you and I so that we could be redeemed from our sins, so that we could be redeemed and have the gift of eternal life. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have eternal life. So I want to invite you right now. In a few moments, we're going to pray for you. If you're sick in your body, you can be healed right there where you're at in your home listening. But if you've never accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you can right now. The Bible says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, really, that Jesus is Almighty God. That's what it really means. And that He is your Master. If you believe in your heart that He paid the price for your sin and rose again from the dead, you will be saved. Saved from what? Saved from your sin. Saved from the negative consequences of your sin. And saved from the eternal judgment against your sin. It's, it's yours today if you just believe and accept Him right now. So once you pray this after me, Victoria is going to pray. She's gonna, I'm going to pray and she's going to repeat after me. When she repeats, you go ahead and repeat with her. Say this after me. Dear God in heaven. Dear God in heaven. I acknowledge I'm a sinner. I acknowledge I'm a sinner. And I believe. And I believe. That Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ. Is your son. Is your son. I believe. I believe. He died on the cross. He died on the cross. For my sin. For my sin. I believe. I believe. That he rose again. That he rose again. For my righteousness. For my righteousness. Therefore. Therefore. I confess Jesus. I confess Jesus as Lord of my as life. Lord of my life. I accept him in my heart. I accept him in my heart as my savior. As my savior. I turn from my past. I turn from my I past. turn from my selfish ways. I turn from my selfish ways. And I come to you now in faith. And I come to you now in faith. And I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Wash me clean. Wash me clean. In your holy blood. The, in your holy blood. The blood of Jesus the blood Christ. Of Jesus Christ. I thank you for saving me now. Thank you for saving me according now. According to your promise. According to your promise. Amen. 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 Praise God. Now, if you prayed that with, from your heart and you've never done that before, I'm here to tell you, as a servant, as a representative of the Lord, your sins are washed away. They're forgiven. We want to encourage you 
to contact us uh, at, at our website. You can go to impacttoday.tv and let us know of your decision today that you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and we will begin to pray for you immediately. Uh, we love you and we care for you. Now, now, now that you know that it is God's will for you to be healed in your body, today is your moment. Today your life can be impacted by the power of the truth of God's word. And I'm going to ask Victoria right now to pray for you. And I just want to encourage you, wherever you're at, just surrender your heart. Open your heart to the Lord. Take your eyes off your sickness and put them on the Lord right now and receive from Him. Heavenly Father, we come to you now in the name of Jesus, Lord. And we just lift all the people up to you who are watching. Lord God, those with sickness and disease, those with pain, those with mental torment, we lift them all up to you now. And we ask you in the name of Jesus Christ, your son, that you would touch the people, that you would heal them from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. Every part restoration, 100% healing and wholeness coming to them in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask in faith because we know it is your will to heal all. We believe we receive, and so we thank you, Lord God. Thank you for touching the people. Thank you for healing the people in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, your Son. Amen. 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 Now, right where you're at, we just encourage you. Living faith has corresponding action. And uh, like, like the leper, Victoria, was, she read the story of the leper. Just worship Jesus right mm. where you're at. Lift your hands and just worship him. Thank him in advance for your healing because he's working in your yes. life. It's his delight. It's his privilege. He is the healer. He's working in your life now. Jesus does, didn't just heal 2,000 years ago, he's alive now. Yes. He heals now. Uh, just the other day, uh, we were in a church ministering. There's a precious lady who came forward. Several were healed of joint issues, back issues. But this one particular lady had been wearing hearing aids for like 22 years. 22 years. 22 years. Actually, she came for something else. She was asking for mental and emotional healing in her in her life and but at the last second, she goes, but, and you know what? I got these hearing aids. And I said, you know what? Why don't you just take those out of your ears right now? We put my fingers in her and said, in the name of Jesus, devil, leave her now. Go. And instantly, the Lord opened her ears. He is good. Yes. He's, the, he's the miracle worker today. And he's working in your life. Uh, we encourage you, again, go to impacttoday.tv if you've experienced a miracle in your life or if you've accepted Jesus Christ, just go there and click the link that applies to you. Or if you have a prayer, a, a testimony or, or a need in your life where you need a, a miracle and you want us to pray for you, you do that and we will begin praying. Be sure to tune in next week to Impact Today. Hey, bring your, your Bible, your notebook, your pen. Get ready to receive from God's Word Take notes. It's going to be life-changing. Each and every week, it's going to be very powerful. 
and uh, we're just excited and I know your life will be transformed by the power of God's Word and the presence of the Holy Spirit. Your life is going to be greatly impacted. God bless you. See you next week. Impact Today is made possible by the generous support of the friends and partners of Global Impact Ministries International.